0: Welcome to The Workplace Effect, your monthly podcast where we hope to help you turn your company into a community. We'll hear from industry experts, workplace customers, and different hosts, each adding their own insights and top tips from their field of expertise and experience to create a living manifesto that will grow with each listen. A little black book of insights for your ears to give you the ideas and tools you need to sculpt your company culture. Think of this as a handbook for your workplace. Nikki DeBerry, the first host of the series, and I'm Head of Customer Advocacy at Meta. I'm really delighted to be kicking off the season with Tom Gibby, co-founder of the Bot Platform, and we'll be talking about employee experience and the use of bots in the workplace in just a moment. But first, why does the employee experience matter? As much as we might not want to admit it, work is a massive portion of people's lives, well-being and happiness. In fact, the average person will spend 90,000 hours at work over a lifetime. So ensuring it's a supportive and happy place is really important. But a pandemic followed by the great resignation has changed how we all work. Who wants to return to normal? The answer is nobody. Employees are now in control and are not afraid to search for an experience that works for them. So let's set out five big questions that we'll explore over this series. Do we have access to the information and resources we need? Do those we work for set us up for success? Do we have meaningful connections with those who we work with? Do we feel seen, heard and valued? And can we be ourselves at work? Well, one man who's helping shape how we feel about work and how we experience it is our first guest of this series, Tom Gibby. He's the co-founder of the Bot Platform. Hi, Tom, and welcome to The Workplace Effect.
1: Hi, Nikki. It's uh, great to be talking with you today.
0: I know. I'm quite excited to speak to you today. Whereabouts yeah. are you today?
1: I'm currently on the East Coast of America. So yeah, it's nice. It's spring, summery. Days are nice and long. We like it.
0: Lovely. So for those that don't know, what is the bot platform, Tom?
1: Well, the Bot Platform is an easy-to-use software solution that empowers people to build a better employee experience. And specifically, we're talking about building a better employee experience using bots and digital assistants that connect to and integrate with channels like Workplace on Meta and Microsoft Teams. Our customers include global organizations in the tech, retail, hospitality, finance, pharma, entertainment and manufacturing industries, many of which are Fortune 500 companies. And ultimately, you know, we just want to make it as easy as possible for HR, internal comms, people and employee experience teams to be able to build their own work tools and applications. So rather than rely on developers or agencies or technical consultants or internal or external IT teams, they can just build what they need themselves.
0: Oh, wow. Amazing. And if you can tell me, why are customers using bots?
1: Well, I mean, there are a few reasons why companies of all different shapes and sizes and across all industries are using bots and digital assistants. But the kind of overarching reason is to just help them solve employee experience challenges that they and their staff are facing. You know, bots are really easy to use. They can be accessed across any device, whether they be desktop workers or frontline staff on their phones, and they can be used 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, from a general perspective, companies that use bots tend to see much higher rates of product and channel adoption, usage and engagement. And then from a specific use case perspective, customers are using bots because the bots they are building and launching are helping to solve the challenges that they've been created for. So let's take an example to kind of bring this to life a bit, but let's take onboarding as an example, right? So, whenever a new employee starts a new job or joins a new company, there's like a whole onboarding process that comes with it. And some companies are much better than others, but every company should hypothetically be able to talk through what an ideal onboarding experience looks like. And usually that would be a kind of a mix of company onboarding to the culture, the company values, the mission, HR onboarding in terms of, the benefits vacation policies you know commonly asked questions from staff technology onboarding so they're familiar with the tools the software the hardware that they will need to use to perform their job people onboarding in terms of you know who's the central management team who is the direct team and the colleagues that they'll be working with on a day-to-day basis and then role specific onboarding where you know you'd be onboarded onto the responsibilities and accountabilities of the job itself You know, the goals, the objectives, that kind of stuff. And then on top of this, you want to make sure that your new starters are feeling comfortable and good about their new role. You know, they understand what's expected of them. They're excited and happy about their new job. And you probably also want to get a pulse on this over time. So, how are they feeling at the end of their first day? How are they feeling at the end of their first week, their first month? You know, three months in, six months in. Do they have any feedback on the onboarding experience and what? learnings could then be applied to improve the onboarding of future new starters. Now, traditionally, everything I've just said would be a very manual and time-consuming task. And this might not be an issue if, you know, you're only onboarding a handful of people. But if you're onboarding hundreds or thousands of employees every year, it can add up to a massive amount of time. Not to mention, you know, worryingly, a massive range in the quality of onboarding that different employees might receive based on their manager, their role, their location or seniority. But if you could build your own onboarding assistant, then you'd be able to automate a massive amount of these repetitive and administrative tasks. So you're able to provide a much better and consistent onboarding experience while actually freeing up time so that when your people are together, instead of spending time telling them you know, what tool they use to book a holiday or to log their hours, you can actually spend that time having much more quality conversations about the role or getting to know each other. So you know, that's obviously just one example for onboarding, but bots can quite literally help with any and every aspect of our working lives. Believe it or not, one of our solutions architects actually once made a bot to make her coffee every morning and <laughs> it literally connected to her smart coffee device. And rather than you know going into a kitchen and pressing the buttons and waiting for the coffee, she would just hit a button on a bot that she had made and it would trigger the coffee that she wanted. And then she would just walk in, grab the coffee and walk out. So, you know, literally it can help with any and every aspect of of our working lives.
0: And that sounds absolutely amazing. I think I need one of those bots in my life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. She actually used to joke that while she could get a bot to make her the coffee, she couldn't quite figure out how to get a bot to bring it to her. So I think that's (laughs) maybe where bots evolve from being software to hardware, right? And and they actually end up having a little robot walking in with it. But, you know, (laughs) maybe that's in our future product roadmap who knows
0: (laughs) so Tom can you share how bots can help service and support employee experience
1: yeah totally so I mean bots save people time they're easy to access and use they can improve and automate processes but I think the biggest thing is they can also add a bit of personality to things that can actually be quite cold and stale experience you know, at, at their most basic, bots are made up of a mix of text, emojis, images, GIFs, videos, buttons, URLs. You know, you can pull data into bots, you can send data out to bots. But because they're made up of effectively just these basic building blocks of things we use in all these other ways of communicating with people, you can very easily create a tone of voice in your bot that matches the tone of voice of the company or the role that the bot is there to perform so if we take onboarding again as an example you know how many times have we sat in the most boring onboarding sessions where some poor soul sits there going through an onboarding handbook you know it's not fun in a lot of cases it's you know mind numbingly boring someone telling you all this just super basic stuff that you don't really need a human there to tell you but if you turn this into a kind of conversational bot experience that has a bit of fun, a bit of personality, there's some funny emojis and gifts in there, then all of a sudden something that could be quite a long-winded and boring onboarding experience can actually become a bit more of a fun and enjoyable experience that's broken down into more of like a kind of bite-sized onboarding flow.
0: Yeah, I've, I've done manual onboarding before and it, it can be painful. A lot of the benefits seem to be around process integration and streamlining scaling processes too. Do you think bots are as effective for smaller companies as they are for the larger ones?
1: I mean, that's a great question. I mean, you know, like all things, the bigger the company, the bigger the problems they have with scaling, you know, whether that's onboarding or answering HR related questions, you know, enabling and facilitating employee recognition, sending company announcements, crowdsourcing news or ideas from staff, you know, you name it. If you've got 10,000 employees versus 10, it's going to be a lot more difficult to scale. You know, if I'm working with five other people in a coffee shop and I want Want to hear their feedback, I can just say, Hey, team, what are your thoughts on this? If I've got 10,000 employees distributed across multiple countries, that obviously gets a lot harder. That said, you know, if you're a smaller company, then actually the cost of time is far more because your team is leaner and there's a lot more to do. So, you know, let's take our coffee shop example. Let's say you've got a, a coffee shop business and you have 20 employees across four locations and just one owner. If that one owner is having to spend their time answering questions constantly about payroll, holiday booking, shift coverage, manually sending out updates to each team member about new drink specials that they're doing and stuff like that, then they have a lot less time to do things that will actually drive the business forward, like looking for expansion opportunities or ways to drive business growth. Equally, things can take longer at smaller companies because the team is leaner and people are doing a million things, and that can be frustrating to staff who sometimes want or need a quick answer. So while a smaller company might have less of an issue with scale because of the size of their workforce, they will obviously still have issues with how to communicate in the most effective way, how to save their staff time, and how to ensure that everyone is working as productively and as efficiently as possible. And that's where bots and digital assistants really do help.
0: Sounds good. And I'd love for you to share some bot use cases. Like, What are bots typically being used for?
1: Totally. Well, um, this might be a bit of a cop out, but bots can literally help with anything. In general, though, if it's something that relates to communications, processes or operations, then there's usually a very easy way that a bot can help. Our customers at the bot platform are all building bots that tend to fit in one of five different areas. And those areas would be human resources, internal comms, training and development, company culture and operations. So human resource applications would be things like onboarding new starters, creating digital employee handbooks, conducting staff surveys. Internal comms would be things like broadcasting important company news or updates, allowing staff to connect with and ask questions of leadership teams building bots to help with the communications and management of company events and conferences etc training and development would obviously be training tools conducting appraisals and annual reviews creating talent directories you know integrating with third-party learning management systems company culture you know we're talking about employee recognition voice of the employee crowdsourcing ideas and feedback internal networking and fun company culture building activities. And then operations would be things like help desks and FAQ bots, read and sign tools. You know, if you need to send out a new policy and you quickly need everyone to read it and kind of agree to it, you can almost make a digital log of everyone saying, yeah, I've read this and I agree with it kind of thing. You know, running compliance training, booking rooms or equipment, raising POs, you know, that kind of stuff. So as you can see, you know, bots and digital assistants really do touch all aspects of the employee experience. And where they can help a company kind of really depends on what the specific challenges and opportunities are that each individual company has.
0: I'm sure you get to see so many different types of bots being used in organisations but what are the some of the most exciting ones that you've seen?
1: Yeah I mean we have so many examples of customers that have built incredible bots and, and work tools. A few quick examples would be companies like Honest Burgers and Ennismore so companies in the food and hospitality industry. Obviously that industry took a bit of a beating during the pandemic and many businesses had to very quickly pivot and adapt on a weekly if not daily. Basis, and both Honest Burgers and Ennismore Moore use bots to help them manage their communications, culture, and operations throughout the pandemic. Honest Burgers, for example, they created a bot that helped them rapidly reskill and train their staff to work in different positions as they pivoted from in restaurant dining to delivery-only operations. Globe Telecom is another great example. For anyone that doesn't know who Globe Telecom are, they're one of the biggest telecommunications companies in Asia Pacific. They have thousands thousands of staff across offices and retail stores and again when the when the pandemic kicked in they were basically deemed an essential business because people in the Philippines needed to have internet connectability. They needed to be able to talk with their family and their friends and and all the rest of it. So we started working with them during the pandemic and they built a bot called DUDE, which is actually one of the best acronyms ever. It stands (laughs) for Digital Usher for Disasters and Emergencies. (laughs) I remember them telling me that and I was like, That's genius. Dude was initially built to manage a complex national contact tracing system. So the bot would check in with staff to see how they were feeling. It would send out important information about how the company was responding to the pandemic, you know, advice on how to keep colleagues and customers safe. And Dude was welcomed by staff not as this, like, machine thing, but as a real colleague. Again, as I mentioned earlier, you know, they added gifts and emojis and fun personality and a fun tone of voice into the bot. So something that could have actually be seen as quite a scary thing, you know, this is like a crisis tool, actually made people feel, you know, relaxed and, and uh, when they used it and it was kind of enjoyable to use. And the result was 76% of their staff were using Dude every single day. Now, not only that, But Globe Telecom's team were actually able to build and deploy Dude in just eight days. So the bot platform actually gave them the power of agility. You know, it meant that they could easily build their own tools and rapidly deploy them, which was critical at a time where things were changing all the time. Another example, uh, and this company has used bots for a real breadth of use cases from totally normal to kind of the outright weird and wonderful, (laughs) Moneypenny. They're a customer service. Service company uh, with employees across the uk and the united states and you know again they've they've built bots that help with the more predictable use cases so each year they do a charitable toy drive to get gifts for local underprivileged children you know it's an amazing thing that they do but organizing these toy drives takes up a lot of time and it involves a lot of comms and it involves a lot of manual tracking you know who's doing it who's what, that kind of stuff. So Moneypenny built a bot to help facilitate their toy drive. So the bot sent out a broadcast to all of their staff asking if they'd like to be involved. Anyone who replied was given instructions and they were sent a certain child's persona to buy a gift to avoid everyone buying, you know, the same types of toys for the same types of children. Anyone who didn't reply was automatically sent a reminder a few days later. You know, again, that nudge was completely automated, so it didn't involve any manual time from Moneypenny's team. And then as the drop off date approached, staff who had signed up were sent messages with drop off instructions. And all of this was logged and recorded by the bot. So there was no need for manual Excel spreadsheets or, you know, anything like that. The bot logged everything. And the result was pretty incredible. Um, 98.5% of staff participated in the program, resulting in over 600 gifts being donated to, to local children and families in need.
0: And these are cases that have amazing results and have worked really well. But what are some of the common pitfalls that you would encounter with bot integration and, and how could these be avoided?
1: Yeah, I'd say the biggest pitfall, and we hear it so often from people that we, we speak to, um, I'd say before they become customers of ours is companies that have spent loads of time, loads of money, loads of energy, loads of resources trying to build their own bot that just doesn't work you know, the bot might be built in a bad way, it breaks frequently, you know, it's difficult or nearly impossible to update without having to get the developers who built it to make updates. You know, that takes time, that takes money. You know, sometimes we speak to companies who've literally spent months or even years getting internal developers or external consultants to build something only for it to still not work how they want. Or maybe the bot, has just been written in a really boring and unuser-friendly way because you know they've briefed someone to build a bot and all it has is some text in there and nothing else so you know it's not particularly inspiring to use you know often when staff use it it actually can't help with what it was designed for and this then creates a negative experience and people think that bots are bad but bots aren't bad badly built bots are bad, but well-built bots are awesome. And the best way to ensure that bots are built really well, you know, shameless plug, is to use the bot platform because (laughs) you don't need to worry about coding or anything technical. You can just focus on the content of the bot. You can focus on, you know, the purpose of the bot. What is it there to do? And then when it comes to, you know, building it, you don't need to worry about code. You don't need to worry about complex integrations or anything like that. You can just type You can just add images, add GIFs, add videos, add links. You can just upload content. You know, if you can type, you can literally build a bot in hours. Take Globe Telecom again as an example. They told us that they were able to do more in two months of using the bot platform than they did in over a year with another vendor. That's a year versus two months. And the outcome was far better, far more reliable, and a much better user experience.
0: So that's great that you don't have to be techie or a developer to work with the bot platform.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, we we've designed our platform to be as easy to use as possible. You know, I can't code at all. And I have built all sorts of very complicated and, and, you know, intelligent bots that do all sorts of awesome things. And again, that's kind of what this is all about, right? You know, empower people internally to just build the things they need to build to solve the challenges they have and remove that reliance on technical partners or, or developers or IT teams or whatever that might be.
0: And for anyone listening in, how do you recognize where you need a bot within your company?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. And, you know, I think like all things, you have to start where the challenges and the opportunities are. So, you know, the bot platform helps companies build a better employee experience. So the best way to identify where you need a bot within your company is to look at the employee experience challenges that you are talking about yourselves. So if you're talking about a specific problem and that problem can kind of be solved with a solution made up of text, video, audio, GIFs, buttons, links, then it can be solved with a bot. So, you know, again, as an example, if the problem is we're moving into summer, how do we onboard and train 5,000 new temporary employees this summer without draining our time and resources? Well, a bot can help with that. Or how do we improve the way we're getting ideas, input, and feedback from our staff? Again, a bot can help with that. Or how do we better send out important company announcements and news to either all of our staff or specific groups, depending on their role, location, or seniority? A bot can do that as well. So the best place to start is really talking about what your internal employee experience challenges are and then thinking about what a bot or a digital assistant could do to improve those things.
0: And here at Workplace, we really do champion bot integration. But for those listening who aren't customers of Workplace or or don't yet use this kind of platform or system, is it really necessary to bring bots into the workplace?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, anyone listening to this that doesn't use Workplace, you should use Workplace. It's amazing. It's funny, actually. I saw, I saw someone tweet something the other day and it was quite clear that they had just moved to a company that had Workplace and they'd never had Workplace in a company before. And they were like, oh my God, like, how have I never had this tool before? (laughs) You know, Workplace is an incredible tool. It makes it easy to turn your company into a community. Bots can then be added to Workplace to help you supercharge your workplace channel adoption, usage and engagement, while also solving real challenges that you face today and you will face in the future. You know, both those that we expect, and I suppose as the pandemic proved, those that we didn't expect as well.
0: And one current topic at the moment is future of work. I recently read Accenture's Future Work Banking survey and that reported that more than two thirds of bank employees said that AI would improve their work-life balance. So do you think bots are here to stay?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the pandemic put a real focus on the importance of digital tooling and technologies and how giving your staff the right resources pays dividends no matter where they work or what they do. Bots and digital assistants, bespoke work tools, applications, you know, whatever you want to call them, they're a key part of that. And I think as companies continue to put more of a focus on improving the employee experience, they will continue to put more investment and energy into those technologies that truly help with this critical aspect of work and life and bots absolutely based on the overwhelming evidence we see from from our customers they definitely do that
0: one thing i really would love to to understand or and know more about is with diversity and inclusion being top of mind for a lot of companies can bots really help move things forward in this space
1: yeah, I mean, you know, diversity and inclusion is incredibly important. I th- honestly, I think the answer to this is kind of yes and kind of no. I'll start with the no because it's always really important to be honest and transparent. While I think that bots and digital assistants are, are awesome, I can't sit here and say that they will help with things that, you know, maybe realistically they they might not. That said, there are definitely certain areas of diversity and inclusion where bots absolutely do help. So I'll give you a few examples. A key part of inclusion is accessibility, right? It's making sure that all staff, No matter who they are, where they are, what they do, they have the ability to contribute to the place that they work. You know, they have the ability to share their thoughts, their feedback, or their ideas, or simply they just are able to use the tools and access the information they need to get their jobs done to the best of their abilities. Bots help with this because they can be made available to anyone and everyone and can be used easily and seamlessly across any device. So an employee on the front lines working in a restaurant. Or driving a truck or working in a factory can use them just as easily as someone who's sitting in, you know, your HQ office. On top of this, there are some other areas where, where bots definitely help with diversity and inclusion. Take leadership questions, right? So we have some customers who have replaced their leadership question process with a bot. And what this has done is this has removed the fear, the attention, the spotlight that comes with, you know, raising your hand and asking a question in front of the rest of your department or company. You know, maybe there's a question you really want to ask, but you think it could be seen as a little bit controversial if you ask that. You know, maybe you're worried you might get into trouble for asking that question. Again, this is where bots can help. We have an anonymous bots feature that means that staff can be safe in the knowledge that any questions or information that they submit will remain totally anonymous. And then the final area where, where bots can help with diversity and inclusion is, you know, things like hiring for example where they can strip out certain information to remove certain biases so for example let's take a recruitment bot you could use a bot to remove certain information about a candidate who's applying for a role such as their name their age their location for example and in doing so this means that the hiring committee is judging their selection on the information that matters most which is their experience or their application so, yeah, you know, those are just some examples of how they help. And there are many other things out there that probably would do a lot more to push that forwards. But there are definitely a number of ways that bots and digital assistants will also help with with these initiatives.
0: Great stuff. And I really love the example you just gave about using bots for non-biased recruitment. I think that's really mm-hmm. great. So, Tom, you are the first person to write in the Workplace Effect Manifesto. So what advice would you like to leave our listeners? Oh, I'm honoured
1: to be the first person. (laughs) Um, I would say if you care about creating a better employee experience, then you should care about bots and digital assistants. They're not here to replace or hinder humans. They're here to help. And the best way that they help is by being built to respond to, improve and solve real challenges that you and your staff are facing.
0: Thank you. Do you have anything that you want to share with our audience?
1: I would just say that if anyone is listening to this and wants to get started on their journey with bots and digital assistants, then give us a shout. Head over to thebotplatform.com, get in touch. You know, we'll be more than happy to set you up with an account and show you what's possible when you have our software in your hands and bots on your workplace instance.
0: Thank you so much for your time, Tom. It has been great talking to you today. I've learned a lot from you and it's been really, really insightful.
1: Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you all for listening to The Workplace Effect. And you heard Tom talking about Money Penny in this episode. We'll be hearing from them this Friday as they give their experience of how bots have helped them. So remember to download and have a listen. See you next time.